Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Unite podcast where we talk about Pokemon Unite and all of the things you need to know about it. Top lane, mid lane, jungler, support, tank, and wait, what? Huh? Did we just get possessed? It's great! Ah, we got possessed by the We got Unite bit demons. by the Unite bug. Well, you did. What are you talking about? I haven't, I haven't played it yet. Just kidding. Welcome to the Battle Science Podcast, everyone. A Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP and all the things that you want to know about it. Gosh, diddly darn it, I was on the wrong link. <laughs> I didn't have the meme up. I'm sorry. Uh, so if you haven't already seen, for those audio listeners, I posted a meme. Was it a week ago now? Uh, Yes. Um, you hit the perfect time for this meme. Of course I did. And you're just like, ah, oh, this is a, this would be a funny meme. I should make that. And you're like, I was like, yes. And then you did it. And then people started liking it and retweeting it. And then more people liked it. And it's like our most liked tweet ever, I think. So for context for the audio listeners, it's the boyfriend walking with the girlfriend, looking back at the girl walking the other direction the girlfriend is Pokemon Go. The one walking away is Pokemon Unite. And the guy says Pokemon Go content creators. Looking at that Pokemon Unite content <laughs> now that that's out. <clears throat> and looking at Twitch when I first got on this evening, guess what all the Pokemon Go content creators other than King are doing? Yeah, so <laughs> King explicitly said he wouldn't be playing Pokemon Unite, at least on stream. Um, let me go over to, let's see, recommended channels. Let's see. Um, that's not Pokemon Unite. No, that is Pokemon Unite, I guess. It's like, that looks like Sword and Shield. I don't know where to see the people we... Stuff. Anyway, what what day is it, Stephen? Uh, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, my dudes. It's a, it's a Tuesday. It's not a Wednesday. It's not a Thursday. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday, July twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. When you're listening to this on Friday, it will be the thirtieth. We are nearing the end of July. <clears throat> Speaking of July, thank you to our July Patreon producers. Click the button and get the right people up. I'm sorry. Winston the Champ, Jmar, and Dolphin93. <clears throat> for our, our Patreon producers for the month of July. Uh, thank you for being a Patreon producer. We, you too, listener, Jerry. Did I do a different name? Or do I keep doing Jerry? Someone let me know. Jerry, you listening, that's you, Jerry, can be a Patreon producer as well if you go to patreon.com slash battlescience and back us at the $5 tier or higher. We'll read your name out before every episode, every podcast release we have, every major piece of content we release during that month. Once we get back into streaming, <laughs> we should do it before our intros on that too. I mean, tournaments. Mm -hmm. We might even, I might even find a way to get the little, like a scroll bar. These are our Patreon producers are. <coughs> um, 
Patreon producers get their names read out before every piece of major piece of bottle science content. You can also become a non-Patreon producer at the less than $5 tier by backing us at patreon.com slash battlescience and get the Battle Science After Dark podcast, which is a monthly bonus show where we are unfiltered and talk about whatever we want. What's the... Gosh, diddly darn it. My buddy at work keeps uh, quoting Cartman from... Where Cartman goes on like Doctor the Doctor Phil esque, and he's like a, a a sassy, like white preteen, um, like parodying the uh, cash me out, cash me outside. How about that? Girl? Yeah. Um. Whatever. Whatever. I do what I want. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Battle science after dark podcast. What did we talk about last week? We talked about GoFest. We talked about other things that have been going on in the game. Uh huh. Uh, mostly just we talked about our pa- our history with uh youtube yeah our uh our previous that was, that YouTube was a channels. fun bit that was <laughs> uh jesse and friends <laughs> blew up an xbox <laughs> in uh a piece of property um <clears throat> bad baby randall how do you what <laughs> why um <laughs> bad spelt b-h-a-d yep and baby b-h-a-b-i-e Ugh. Ugh. that's like a username right there from uh, it's so early cringe 2000s. oh it's making me cringe ah uh, give me an inhaler it's making me cringe <clears throat> allergic reaction um yeah uh jesse back in the day blew up a original xbox in a gravel lot that is now a neighboring, uh, <laughs> a na- neighboring housing development. Um, good times, good um, times. To where I'm at, where we're recording right now. Uh, I bet if I went around and dug around the uh, uh, unbuilt lots over there, I wonder if I could find some pieces. If of, it makes you feel any better, it's uh, literally that first house on the right, right there. Oh, really? <laughs> you guys didn't go far at all. No, <laughs> man, you guys were real dumb. Again, adolescence. That's true. Um, <laughs> of course, they were filming it for YouTube. So um, we talked about. Our... I was filming it for collateral damage in case anything happened. I don't know what you're oh, talking about. Oh, insurance purposes. Yes. I want that payout. <laughs> but yeah, we we went over some old videos on YouTube. We talked about GoFest, and then I think we plan for next one for the next B sad. We're going to delve into the inner nerd in us. We're going to talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So. So if you're a fan of D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, maybe some Magic the Gathering and other shenanigans Ooh. in there. You should talk about your MOBA your MOBA experience, I think. Oh, that works too. Yeah, I want to talk about your MOBA experience. So that means we've got to get you to play a couple games so that way you could talk about it too. Uh, I don't want to. Join myself and TJ. Apparently TJ, Proto Man, uh-huh. has been playing so much it's irritating his girlfriend. I mean, that doesn't take much, but... <laughs> <laughs> like... I was over there helping them put in the air conditioner. We had to go to uh, we had to go out to Home Depot uh-huh. to go get some wood because they have one of those air conditioners that's designed for the top down window, and they have a slider from left to right. Mm-hmm. So we had to go cut the wood to fill in the gap between the top of the window. Was it good wood? It was not good wood because oh, we didn't get it cut right the first time. Mm. But before we left, I introduced him to the tutorial of pokemon unite and we get back and the game's just starting and she's like can't you pause it and he's like no (laughs) (laughs) 
<clears throat> and he was like, at that point, I think I, I had got him hooked harder than myself. Nice. Well, Pokemon Unite, just like Pokemon, it's free. So it's free. Uh, go uh, go give it a shot. <clears throat> and if you want, I'm I'm going to debate on this, but I'm going to see what works best for everybody. If we want to have a battle science lobby and play on either Thursday, Fridays, or Sundays. It's free. We're giving you the game. It's free. <laughs> I, need to, I need to pull up the... I need to write down what the... Uh, the whole context of that the meme whole, is. I need to write down the text of all of the dialogue there. It's free. We're giving you the game. <laughs> but that'll be on the next Be Sad episode. So if you are not a Patreon member and you would like to hear that or any other episodes we've done in the past, just jump in for a membership for just one month. You'll get access to everything we've done. And then you can dip if you want. But we also appreciate anybody that sticks around and helps us out. It helps pay for the podcast subscription service that we use mm-hmm. it helps pay for our streaming equipment that we have here set up well, it hasn't yet huh it hasn't not yet. yet but you know that's what we hope to get with more people subscribing yeah it'll also help pay for my gas when we do eventually get back to in-person self-tournaments remind me that you owe this. Me gas money i owe you gas money yeah. etc for we could just call it even with the pizza uh, maybe i'd have to look at what the pizza cost me <clears throat> uh if you're wondering why, actually, realistically, a 10-minute intro is not all that long. Um, wondering why we're going for a longer-ish intro. It's because there's all crazy, a lot of stuff going on in the PvP world. But <clears throat> let's jump into it. News Roundup? Uh, Giddy up now. This is the News Roundup. Oh, I'm going to hit the split button. Split button. Thank you for an amazing Pokemon Go Fest 2021. That's not me. I'm quoting PokemonGoLive.com slash post slash Pokemon Go Fest 2021 dash recap slash question mark HL equals EN. Please know you are all reading. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Trainers with Pokemon Go Fest 2021 now behind us. It's time to reminisce on our favorite memories from the event. This year's Pokemon Go Fest was filled with celebration and music, and we hope you had as much fun as we did. Like last music. year's event. <clears throat> what? <laughs> music. I'm confused. I didn't hear any music. Oh. No one played with the sound on. Yeah, I, played, I, I was listening <laughs> to my own uh, my own uh, rock playlist. <clears throat> uh, Eric, don't entice me. him. <laughs> you interrupted me, Jesse. Do I need to read this URL again? No, Get please. Get back on track? No. <clears throat> like last year's event, Pokemon Go Fest 2021 was held as a virtual event, bringing the Pokemon Go Fest experience to millions of trainers all over the world. Here's a look at some of the numbers from the weekend. Trainers caught over 1.5 billion Pokemon. Trainers spun over 900 million stops. Trainers completed over 23 million raids. Trainers collectively walked over 125 million kilometers that's quite a bit that's a lot actually let's see what the distance from where we are to where that would be no uh how many miles it is diameter of earth uh in kilometers (laughs) thank you Pineapple does 100% belong on pizzas. All toppings matter. 
that's another topic for another day. And boo on you. Oh, I agree with you, Randall. But I will fight you for that. Uh, okay, so if we're looking at twelve thousand, don't put fruit on my pizza. Tomatoes don't count. Tomatoes do count as a fruit. It's a paste, dude. I almost got a pizza. It had cashews and coconut on it, which was like okay, no. But there's a pizza with Canadian bacon, pineapple, mango, and uh, coconut and cashews. And I'm like, I'm not doing cashews on my pizza. But uh, I would not be against trying this mango. Uh, I need a calculator. (laughs) I need a calculator. Caps lock. Billy Mays here. Calculator. I need to adjust this uh, LED. I've got stuff. way too much energy for uh, that. Let's see. So if we're looking at 125 million kilometers, how many Earth uh, diameters is that? So it's 125. One, two, three, four, five, six. Is that a million? I'm not the math guy. Six, six zeros. I think that's right. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Do I need three more zeros? Uh, divided by 12,742. We walked around the Earth almost over 100 times. Can I really not? Paste? 742. I need to fix the LED here on my keyboard. Oh, I was going to say the LED on the keyboard. Uh, so roughly 9,810 times around Earth, if Jeez. I'm doing my math right. It's a lot. Of, we've walked around the Earth a lot of times during GoFest. <clears throat> we also brought special Pokemon GoFest celebrations to over 20 cities around the world in partnership with local governments to ensure safety so trainers looking for an adventure could explore and discover their local cities while playing Pokemon Go. You mean Chicago? Well, I mean other cities. Seattle, too. Uh-huh. They just didn't have the A. <laughs> I mean, if you want to call wall stickers something. The egg. On the first day of this year's Pokemon Go Fest, trainers got to play the role of concert director and put on a special show in-game with certain themed Pokemon. The show was such a success that even the mythical Pokemon Meloetta made an appearance, marking the first time trainers were able to encounter and catch it in Pokemon Go. <clears throat> show of hands, how many people uh, actually read the Willow dialogue? Steven's raising his hand, I am not. Wee. <clears throat> on the second day of Pokemon Go Fest 2021, the mythical Pokemon Hoopa appeared and caused a ruckus, and a wide assortment of legendary Pokemon began appearing in raids. Luckily, trainers were able to overcome the odds and complete, uh, complete, I almost said compete, complete all the global challenges during the event, thus unlocking this year's exciting Ultra Unlock bonuses. Stay tuned for more details on those soon. We'll talk about that next. Thank you, trainers, for making this year's Pokemon Go Fest so special. We were delighted to see how much you enjoyed the event, whether at home, at a local park, or even at one of your city, our city celebrations. We look forward to the day that we can all celebrate together again. Until then, let's go. 
Do I read the boilerplate? Do I speed read Please the boilerplate? No. Okay. I won't read the boilerplate. <clears throat> Jesse, thumbs up, thumbs down, uber quick. Thoughts on GoFest. Or uh, thoughts on GoFest day one. Let's break Th- it up. Uh, thumbs down. Thumbs down on day one? Really? I mean, it was fun to hang out with everybody and do stuff, uh-huh. but there was nothing new. Shut up. Don't you literally- You asked my opinion. Don't spell li- what literally everyone else was, you know- of course, there's not anything new. It just means the rare stuff it's becomes a lot more common. It's their biggest event of the year. Uh-huh. One or two things would have been nice. What? You don't think the hatted Gardevoir and Flygon were in? <laughs> I'm pulling your chain on that one. <clears throat> there are a couple of new shinies, and... I don't care about shinies. I know that, but I'm saying as far as new stuff, and then things that you probably have never seen in such capacity were right, all like sock. over the place. But, okay, so I guess the the bullet point here for what we do is a competitive podcast. Uh-huh. There was a crap ton of PvP relevant stuff. Exactly. That's and a great chance to grind up resources, but I still think XLs are a broken mechanic. Right. I mean, I'm not I'm not talking about the 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 candy grind or anything. I'm just saying my 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 overall... personal experience i had a great time mm-hmm. as far as the content i thought it could have been better okay i think day one i gave it two thumbs up super solid um of course i have my gripes and i've tried to somewhat eloquently put those together into an almost two hour <laughs> uh <laughs> thing it's uh on the podcast services it's the previous episode on the battle science podcast feed um if you want to listen to that has a battle science bonus. Um, yes, day one, I very much enjoyed the variety of spawns, getting a rank six. Um, Zwilius is awesome, and getting a rank 50-something Levani, also awesome. Two things that I would never get if they didn't spawn yeah. in uh, abundance during GoFest, so, as well as a handful of other stuff. Uh, preparing. I think you got a really good Meryl too, didn't you? Yes. I don't remember what rank it is. Um, I have forgotten that uh, male ten are spawning. <laughs> um, I have the box open, which I guess realistically is exactly the point of like it doesn't matter a ton in this instance. It doesn't uh, matter what you think. It doesn't matter. Meryl, a rank two. My gosh. Yeah, it was a rank two. Of course, it needs like the best buddy. It's a the a zero, fourteen eleven. Um, I'm gonna need a lot more candy for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need a lot more candy for that. So, that stinks. But you got that in the back for when you want something to power up as a research. Exactly. So between Merrill and Levani and Hydra uh, or Zwilius and a handful of other things, I have stuff in my back pocket for when I need you know Decide when, I need you something, use them. when I need something real good yeah I've got those um, and the chances of me getting something better with how infrequent I play it's that's yeah. a solid solid point now was the that was the after the second day so go ahead I think that's day one. We broke one of our friends we took with us. Yeah, he <laughs> he, he fried. Um, <laughs> I think two hours before brain. the event ended, he was just a zombie. Yeah, he was just following us and catching stuff. 
Um, <laughs> sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Um, <laughs> he was just so out of it by the time we sat down to eat dinner. I figured he was going to plant his face in the table and not move. <laughs> um, Even on the ride home, he looked like he was just in and out of passing out. I wouldn't blame him. It was both hot and... We got a good busy. amount of walking in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I hit that week 56 kilometers in total that week or something. Okay. So, actually, fun fact, you know, yesterday I was hoping to get that 50, uh, 49.6 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I had the space for the 5K, uh, uh. but I, uh, <laughs> I only got the 5K rather than the 10K. Oof. Yeah, I'm going to try and rectify that this week. All right. Although I'm going to have to walk double today. Uh, walk the dog and go for just a normal walk. I have not gotten my steps in today. Uh, day two, thumbs up or thumbs down? Mm, in between. You think day two was better than day one? No. Day two didn't have anything new. They didn't even release new shinies for the legendaries. No, but I had fun doing raids with my friends. And you didn't have fun catching Pokemon with your friends? I said I did. Okay. I mean, as far as the content goes, it sucked, too. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. But I had an overall pleasant experience until halfway through the day when I realized we were running out of people to help us, and I was <laughs> trying to drive in, do raids, and, like, stressing out. It's like, okay, we got these. Oh, the biggest problem we had with day two is the local group was situated in the middle of town, mm-hmm. raiding from there. And anytime we went to go do a raid, they would see us jump in and they would all jump in. And we had groups of friends that we were inviting to do these raids from Seattle and Chehalis and from different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And when they would jump in, it would deny them access because you can only have so many people in the remote raid. Yeah. Yeah. The locals would take up the the 10 remote uh, remote slots that you have before our friends from other areas would be able to and it's like okay i get it you guys are in a central position in town you're able to hit basically every gym within town if not get invited to every gym yeah but still there's other people that we want to try and invite so i think halfway through the day we just ended up going you know what f it just private lobbies private lobbies (laughs) shut them out invite our friends yeah um just a little unfortunate like i guess you wouldn't really know that that would be a pain point within raiding and remote raiding until something like GoFest happens where it's as active as it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Excuse me. Ugh. Liquid. Um, liquid. I kind of agree with what Trainer Tips did on day two, which was he, I mean, I personally didn't need Dino, Dino. Mm-hmm. So I didn't raid for them, but the one stars were probably a better way to raid because you could just quickly get them done mm-hmm. for the research. And then once you had that out of the way, you could just do whatever you wanted. It was also guaranteed guaranteed minimum of 10,000 uh, XP per yeah. raid. So it didn't matter if you were doing a five star or a one star, yeah. at least to my knowledge. So you had that option. But... If you haven't already watched his video, I kind of agree with what he's been saying about why the reason he hasn't done legendary raids lately or doesn't see the need to do them. Uh, it's a good watch if you want to go check it out, his day two video. But the TLDR is you're just spinning your wheels looking at legendaries. 
If your goal is to find the shiny, you're just spinning wheels. You have a much better... It's. He said in his opinion it was more rewarding to find a shiny in the wild than a raid. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's his opinion. Why am I Why am I confirming or denying his opinion? I mean, I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do raids for the shinies. I do them for the stats and for the resources for candy yeah. and TMs. But it's just a nice bonus. And for me, it's a good thing to trade away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I scared some people when I... We met up with the group on Sunday, and I had a special trade that I was pending with one of the locals for a uh, shiny lick tongue. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what? I was like, what do you want? And anything's on the table. And he's like, how about a shiny sock? Because he knew I had cotton, too. And I just immediately traded, and Bryce looks at me like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? I don't care. <laughs> he's like, that's a high trade value right now. And I was like, okay, and? Yeah, I, I've got a lot of gripes with day two. Um, more specifically with just the raid mechanics that the raid mechanics yeah. are. They're old and crusty and they really need some help. Really needs, <laughs> it really needs a, it really needs a rework. Raids really need a rework um, because it's incredibly repetitive. I mean, almost to the point where similar to what GBL had, and GBL, GBL was a tapping simulator initially, or, yes. or battles were initially a tapping simulator. Yeah, it was more or less just the same as it was with the gym and uh, raid mechanics. Yeah, where it's just tapping. And I'd love to see, even if it is the attack animations or the attack bubbles, integrating the attack bubbles from PvP into raids, that would add an additional... Um, How would that work for swiping, though, for dodging? I don't know, they would f- find a way. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like if like there was adjust- like a charge meter on the side, and when you went to go use your charge attack based on how many bubbles, and you could like multiply the damage or something. Something, yeah. Or you could chain it or something. If, chain, if you have yeah. to, um, maybe it's like um, any of those golf games or something where you have your power meter. Yeah. And maybe the the required amount or the like sweet spot changes. So you need to hit the different based sweet spot, yeah, based on the move. Or well, no, just no, that it, it just changes every time you go to fire a uh, charge move, and you have to hit uh, it in a different. You have to like tap it to charge it up or something, and hit the. I don't know. I mean, that's what it was originally was the tap to charge. Right, but like make it more interactive than just literally tap and not give a single care. I mean, I I agree completely. I just really wish there was more incentive for gyms. Yeah, gyms raid. I mean, gyms raids. GBL, all of it, like, and just off battles. Like, I wish there was better incentive, a better, a better loop. Yeah. But at the end of day two, there was a special, special promotion that I didn't know about. What? The celebration music. Oh, yeah. There was, um, Ghost Stadium tweeted it, and I think a couple other people did too. It was actually at the end of day one. Was it day one? I wasn't sure if it was at the end of day one or day two. It was the evening of day one. Um, the Overworld music from Pokemon Go had a remix with a vocal track on it, which was rather cool um, in celebration of Meloetta. So um, go search that. If I remember, I will put it in the show notes in the description. Um, I'll put the link to that tweet. But so you, you can also check just that video. look up pokemon go vocals yeah or something or, along those lines. or a link will be right in the doobly-doo yeah description so 
um, because Twitter searching is a nightmare. Yeah. I don't wish that on anyone. Oh, but we did really good and got all the ultra unlocks because we got, we met the goals and we did the things and we catch a Pokemon and we used the berries and we did the great throws. <laughs> That's so about got, it. So we got the ultra unlocks. Jesse's what are gone. those? Jesse's got, oh, me a burger. Ultra unlock part one, time. And ultra unlock part two, space. Dialga and Palkia. Trainers. Surprise. Incredible work completing all 24 challenges in the Global Challenge Arena during Pokemon Go Fest 2021. Nouns. As is tradition with Pokemon Go Fest events, we're excited to unveil more details on this year's Ultra Unlock bonus events. Meltan. Never stop. As you know, the mythical Pokemon Hoopa appeared during Pokemon Go Fest 2021 just the other day. Hoopa seemed intent on causing mischief and summoned all kinds of legendary Pokemons in raids. Or two raids. The That mischief is continuing even now, and it seems the legendary Pokemon Dialga and Palkia will be summoned to raids next. Keep an eye out on how time and space are distorted by the appearance of each of these legendary Pokemon. There's still no sign of Hoopa reappearing, but we'll continue to monitor the situation. For now, read on to learn about what awaits you in parts one and two of this year's Ultra Unlock. Oh, uh, one sec. So one of the things we talked about in the last episode of B-Sad was a... I would say pretty big article producer, wouldn't you? Oh, what, Kotaku? Yeah. Oh. Uh, if you want to read that article, we've posted it in the Discord. It's rather humorous. Actually, uh, I think Eric initially posted it in the Discord. That's right. We went over it. Yeah, we, we broke that down and cursed it out in the last B-Sad. Um, but they make mention here again, uh, they're probably causing this person PTSD saying Hoopa. 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 Hoopa <laughs> was in the game. Did you guys see Hoopa? Hoopa! Sounds like a whole lot of hoopla. <laughs> so, hoopla! <laughs> a whole lot of hoopla! <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought I'd just throw that in. Um, Let's see. Ultra Unlock Part 1 Time, which we are currently in the middle of. The flow of time has been disrupted. Dialga will be appearing in five-star raids. Pokemon from various eras will be appearing more often. Look forward to encountering formerly fossilized Pokemon like Cranidos and Shieldon. If you're lucky, you might even encounter a shiny Cranidos or a shiny Shieldon. Uh, Ultra Unlock Part 1 Time will run from Friday, July 23rd at 10 a.m., to Tuesday, August 3rd at 8 p.m. local time. So that's still going on. By the time this goes up, you'll have another couple of days left. Uh, good luck on the shiny Cranidos and Shieldon. It appears that those shiny rates aren't boosted, but the spawn rates are also much more common. Yeah, they... Now... I don't know if you logged in Crani yet today. Cranidos' spawns are boosted the last, like, two days. I have not seen a whole lot of shield on. Yeah, it's... So I'm wondering if they're not rotating the twos. The hour that rates. we're in, right... The last couple of hours for us have been partly cloudy, mm -hmm. so that's definitely helped. But the whole morning today, up until, like, 2 p.m. for me, it was filled with Ladybug, Pikachu, Digger, Bunnelby, just non-event stuff. And then all of a sudden, when it changed to rock... Uh, partly cloudy, all the rock types came out. Ammonite, Kabuto, all the fossils, essentially. Mm. 
It's really hit or miss, but they do this a lot with events. Usually when it starts, they'll throw them out for a while. They'll kind of start to drip feed them. People will complain, and then near the end of the event, they'll surge up again. Let's see. Following Pokemon will be appearing in raids for the duration of... Actually, no, for a little longer than the duration of the event. Till August 6th. Dialga will be appearing in five-star raids. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Dialga. Magneton. Magneton, Aerodactyl, Aerodactyl, Porygon 2, and Golurk will be appearing in three-star raids. Unknown U, Cranidos, Shieldon, Bronzor, and Clink will be appearing in one-star raids. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Unknown U. The following Pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Voltorb, Porygon, Ammonite, Kabuto, Baltoy, Cranidos, Shieldon, and more. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Cranidos or shiny Shieldon. Following Pokemon will be hatching from 7k eggs, Ammonite, Kabuto, Aerodactyl, Lilip, Anorth, Cranidos, and Shieldon. Complete timed research for a chance to earn encounters with certain event-themed Pokemon. This timed research will be available from Friday, July 23rd at 10 a.m. to Tuesday, August 3rd at 8 p.m. local time. There will be also be themed research of field, themed field research available at Pokestops throughout the event. Some of these have been pretty decent, pretty quick and easy researches, too. Walk, uh, earn a candy with your buddy and get three mm. Ultra Balls. Yes. Um, I think it's a raid is shield on. Hatchnag is shield on. Yes. Winter raids, Crania does. Mm-hmm. Okay. The key things to look out for if you haven't already, um, of course, shield on. You will be able to catch all of these shield on. Find good IV shield on for. Um, your good PvP Bastiodon. Bastiodon is exclusive to Great League because it needs to be level 50 with the right PvP IVs to hit 1500 or sub 1500, I should say. Oh, let's see. Ammonite and Kabuto had their moment back in the day. Um, between Ammonite and Amastar, it uh, it's been very situational PvP wise. Yeah. It's got a Karakost is a better water rock now than Amistar is, but one's a lot harder to find than the other. Yes, while the other one also Amistar requires elite TMs. Mm. Uh, Aerodactyl has shown up in the past. Um, Lilip's evolved form, Cradilly. Cradilly has been relevant in the past as well. It's a very relevant one, especially in self cups, because of its unique typing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Bastiodon. Uh, and Dialga, if you're up for that. Master League. So another couple ones. Uh, General PvE, Rampardos, Cranidos' evolved form, is the highest, one of the highest overall DPS Pokemon because of its attack stat. It's also more DPS than SmackDown, Tyranitar, or Agron. So if you want a really solid Rock-type attacker for raiding, it's a very good choice. It literally does what it's supposed to. It throws rocks. Um, I think it's SmackDown Stone Edge or SmackDown Rock Slide. I haven't looked into it because I just used T-Tars from Community Day. Um, Dialga, again, is going to be your Master League. You can use it in Ultra, but it's much more preferred in Masters. Get your XL candies for it while you can. Um, what else do we have? We have Porygon. Porygon's not really that great, no. but it is a f- really fun spice pick in Ultra League. For Porygon 2 or Porygon Z. Mm-hmm. Porygon 2 also can be used in uh, Great League for some fun spice. Problem is there's too many steel types that resist tri-attack, so it's kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Electrode has been a very interesting Great League pick just because it has uh, Dark Pulse. Isn't it Snarl? No, it's uh, Volt Switch, ah, Discharge, that. and then that. Dark Pulse. Yeah. Yeah, I've. it's a weird one. I mean, it beats out Alolan Raichu. It gets really good damage on other you know, psychic-type users or things of that nature. It beats some ghosts. But the Volt Switch alone is just great for generating the energy to get to that. It's it's a spicy pick. Don't go crazy for it. I mean, if you, I catch them for the XP. Catch them if you don't got the shiny yet. And if you happen to get a good PvP one, flex it. We did a... Who was it? Uh, Bowling Bacon last night in the Western Washington University Discord. Hosted a for-fun, non-ranked uh, draft tournament where it was the top 50 Pokemon in Great League were banned. And the other ruling was if it's Shadow is banned within the top 50 or the regular form, you couldn't use the Shadow as well or vice versa. So we did that. I drafted Galvantula, Probopass, Shadow Gardevoir, uh Toxicroak and Mantine, and there was one more. Let me pull up my list here. A Marsh Tomp. <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. Hmm. The uh, I can pull up the list of competitors here. One second. I don't care about dynamic email. Are you sure about that? Yes. All right, so here is the list of competitors. Uh, I guess we don't really need to name them, but it was it was a very interesting. Here's your round one picks. I'll give you the round one picks. Escavalier, Hypno, Noctowl, Bonsley, Mew, Alolan Marowak, mm-hmm. Snorlax, mm-hmm. Galvantula, mm-hmm. and because... It technically is above 50, Pidgeot. Wait, so you were limited to only 50 and above? Anything above 50 or below 50 in rank. Okay, so it's it's the spice. Yeah. But. Well, it's only below. Why is it below? Sorry. Is that because it's banned? What do you mean? Oh, Pidgeot. Oh, not Pidgeotto. Pidgeot. Yeah, Pidgeot. So Pidgeot, because it hasn't been used, isn't being ranked by BB Polka's high below 50. Dumb. Okay. So someone ran it, and they asked before they picked it. They're like, can we run Pidgeot? And it's funny because JMR is playing in the tournament as well, the, for the draft tournament. He's like, if it crashes, that's an automatic win <laughs> for no the one... person that app crashes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's you better like, not make it crash. If you're going to run that trash, then I want, a free, I want to be able to – Call it as a technical issue and rematch the round, essentially. Yeah. Wow. It was fun, though. It ended up being me and JMR in the finals. Nice. I lost because I did not respect his Empoleon pick. <laughs> but sorry, please continue. Ultra Unlock Part 2. For, uh, we'll run from Friday, August 6th, so you'll have a couple of days in between the two. Uh, to Tuesday, August 17th. Uh, features. Following Pokemon will be appearing in raids from Friday, August 6th 
to Friday, August 20th. Palkia would be appearing in five-star raids. If you like, you might find a shiny Palkia. Alakazam. Alakazam, Kangaskhan, and Heracross will be appearing in three-star raids. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Kangaskhan or a shiny Heracross. Unknown U, West Sea, and East Sea Shellos, uh, Elgium, and Esper will be appearing in one-star raids. If you are lucky, you might find a shiny Unknown U. The following Pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Clefairy, Muna, Red Striped, and Blue Striped, Basculin, Elgium. I'm going to pronounce that differently every time. I do apologize. <laughs> Heatmore, Durant, and more. How's it going, Balram? The following regional exclusive Pokemon will be hatching from 7K Eggs, West Sea and East Sea Shellos, Red Striped and Blue Striped Basculin, Heatmore, and Durant. Complete timed research to earn encounters with certain event-themed Pokemon. This timed research will be available from Friday, August 6th to Tuesday, August 17th, local times. There will also be field themed field research available at Pokestops throughout the event. Um, let's see here. If Heracross can be sub-1500 from raids, do the raids uh, and trade with your buddies to re-roll those stats because Heracross is a solid performer. Um, it is a pretty darn diddly de- diddly de darn shame that Heracross is uh, apparently exclusive to raids here. Um, yeah, we unlocked this, and it's <laughs> limited to paywalls. Do you want to spend money on more raids? Um, I mean, the nice thing is the shiny Heracross is a nice bubblegum pink. It is very bright. Clefairy solid. Clef- uh, Clefable is... Is the I don't have Wigglytuff, so I'm running this Pokemon. Well, I mean, it's a good. I mean, <laughs> it's I don't, a respectable fairy in its own nature. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a, you know, it's budget not Wigglytuff. second. Yeah, it's not necessarily budget Wigglytuff. It's more of um, a fellow charmer that has Doesn't a slightly different normal. role. Yeah, it plays a slightly different role within yeah. the charmer. Um, um, Muna and Musharna are okay. I believe we've talked about them in the Their past. Their moves are trash. Yeah, they got better moves. I believe they are somewhat stamina focused. Yep. So maybe Psychic someday. Psychic pussy. <laughs> 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 uh, red striped and blue striped basculin. I no bueno. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elgium. It's a psychic that it's it's a lunatone and soul rock that's not rock. Okay, it's all right. Uh, Heatmore and Durant. Heatmore has a really interesting move set of I don't fire know. spin, thunder punch, power up punch, and flamethrower. Yes, a really interesting charge move combo. Um, its overall stats aren't incredibly impressive, but it also it has does lick. have some spice. Yes, that's what it is. Lick into a power punch and what is it? Thunder Thunder Punch. Thunder Punch? Yeah. Is a very weird very <laughs> it's weird. It's a fire combo. type. Why is it hitting me? Yeah, what is it doing? <laughs> um Durant's a n- interesting pick as well. You can run it in Great or Ultra. Mm-hmm. It's a Sizor that doesn't die in one hit to a fire move. Um, so realistically, space is a bit less interesting when it comes to PvP as far as spawns. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed they might reverse and put Kangaskhan and Heracross in the wild. Probably not, they though. We'll see. Oh, Kangaskhan, too. If you didn't do the egg event when it was available or didn't go to Worlds when it was in California, or you don't live in uh, Australia, 
competitively doesn't do much. That might change when it gets Mega. Same with Heracross, but we don't know yet. Mm -hmm. They both do Mega Evolve. Uh, maybe do one raid if you don't have a Kangaskhan just to get it done. Mm -hmm. uh, the shiny makes it green, like a pale green. It's not that great. But again, it's it's more or less a dex register. I do remember early on during Jungle Cup when we were uh, all hanging out at a tournament, local tournament, someone did run one. And it's got Mud Slap, Stomp, Outrage, Power Up Punch, and I want to say Bite is its other fast move. So it's not like crazy good moves, but it's it's still a dex register if you don't have it. And yeah, I'm personally going to be using my passes for Heracross. I don't really care for a pink Palkia. I do like Heracross since it is regional. And I knew it does become a very good Mega when it does Mega Evolve. Because it's not one of those Megas that's limited to a ability condition when it Megas, like Kangaskhan does. Mm -hmm. Kangaskhan's ability when it Mega Evolves is essentially you get two Pokemon for the price of one. In the main series games, you get to use an attack twice because it's both the parent and the child attacking, which in competitive got pretty crazy for a while because they would turn one fake out, which in the main series games flinches you automatically. <laughs> so you would flinch twice, and then they would just sit there and power-up punch each other. So you would get two power-up punches per turn. Yeah. And then thrash, because why not? <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Um, who knows? Ultra Unlock Part 2 could have a spawn here that they don't reference. Um, let's see. Let me see what they reference as far as Voltorb, Porygon, Ammonite, Kabuto, Baltoy, Cranido, Shield on, and more. What's the more part that we've seen here? Um... I guess uh, Lilip and Anorith are two things that have been spawning in the wild. They don't reference here. Um, so we might have one or two extra spawns that... Did Gen 2 have fossils? E Aerodactyl. That was Gen 1. That was Gen 1? Um, maybe not. Huh. Maybe not. Gen 2 was a very significantly... Smaller one. Yeah, smaller new generation. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see East and West Seychellos in the wild, um, even though they reference here that it's in one-star raids and they're hatching from eggs, because as we'll get to in the next article, they are getting spotlight hours. Yes. So their spat stats aren't different, though. Not. I think it's HP and defense are swapped, but it's like by two or three points. Yeah. So, so they kind of equal each other out. Yeah. As Mud Boys, they're... They're pretty good performers. Mid-tiers. So, yeah. yeah. They're above Palpito. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read the next article if you want. Okay. Uh, Ultra Unlock Part 3. Jesse will owe me a burger. It's probably Giratina with um, Shadow Realm. So you want to uh, give us some context why would you would owe me a burger? Well, that we talked about that last episode of the Battle Science Podcast. We talked about it during the Battle Science Podcast. I know. Yeah. But we want to make sure that people understand why you're giving me a burger. No, I'm not giving you. You're getting me a burger. It's going to be Giratina, 
No, it's not. If it's Hoopa, then I owe him a burger. But actually, I want to precede our community question with our community question segment with what the community question for this episode is going to be. Uh, is Steven getting a burger? And if so, what kind of burger should I get? It's a community question for this week. Or the community question could be, what kind of burger should Jesse get from Steven? <laughs> put your put your votes in the community questions and in the Twitters. We'll tweet it out when this episode goes up on podcast services um, with your burger recommendations. And who do you think will get the burger? Uh, I don't know. AKA, I could almost AKA go for... do you think it's going to be a Giratina for Ultra Unlock 3 or do you think it's going to be something separate? So, my guess was Arceus. It might be, might be Hoopa, maybe. In which case, we would both be wrong. Yes. Well, yes, I guess. And then we buy ourselves burgers. Yay! <laughs> Shrugs in mutually assured burger destruction. Part three. Mutually assured artery destruction. <laughs> 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 this burger tastes like cholesterol. This burger tastes like diabetes. Mm, heart attack. Uh, we'll Ultra Unlock Part X and Three. Get one of those pancake batter burgers. Ew! Please, no, God. <laughs> those things are hu- triple X burgers are huge. It's like what is it? Five patties wide? Yeah, they use a cake pan for the buns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ultra Unlock Part Three will run from Friday, August twentieth. Uh, to Tuesday, August 31st. What will happen once parts one and two are over? Will these abnormal events continue to happen? What awaits us during part three? Stay tuned. Thanks again to all the trainers who participated in the global challenge. Why would you do such a thing? Because <laughs> I'm thirsty. <sighs> Stay hydrated, kids. Let's enjoy these bonuses and look forward to the next year's Pokemon Go Fest and all the adventures in between. Is it my turn? Uh, yep. Coming in August, Ultra Unlock and more. And more. Yep. Trainers, with Pokemon Go Fest 2021 now behind us, it's time to look ahead to the all the Ultra Unlock bonuses you've earned along <clears throat> with other fun events coming up in August. August Research Breakthrough Encounters. This is from the Pokemon Go Live article for the update for the July, or sorry, for the August events. For the reference. Post to July 26th, PokemonGoLive.com slash post slash aug, A-U-G dash 2021 dash events slash question mark H-L equals E-N. Are you good? <laughs> August Research Breakthrough Encounters. From Sunday, August 1st, 2021 at 1 p.m. to Wednesday, September 1st, 2020 at 1 p.m. PDT GMT minus 7. You dude, you don't just Nine, don't even read the times. If you're going to read the URLs, <laughs> I'm going to read the times. Uh, okay, this is a weird hill to die on, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll encounter Chimeco through Research Breakthrough Encounters. Yay. <laughs> With sarcasm. With a bit of sass. It's not Liviosa, it's Liviosa. Double XP for Research Breakthroughs will also continue throughout this month as part of the Season of Discovery. Yay. So I guess Papa Lucky Egg. Hmm? Weekly one Pokecoin bundles. Ooh. 
Every Monday in August, a one-time purchase bundle containing a remote raid pass and other items will be available in the shop. You're waving your finger. This is a change. So the remote raid pass per week was tied to the research breakthrough for at least July, if not June and July. Mm-hmm. So now they're changing it back to a one poker coin bundle. So you better put some stuff in the I mean, put something in the gym and get 50 coins and then you have a one poker st- uh, put one poker coin for the next So here's my question. 50 months. For people that are locked in their house and can't access gyms, what are they doing? Buying coins? Break out those wallets, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Cha-ching, baby. I think leaving it free would have been a better incentive. Yeah. They didn't have to make it one coin. That incentivizes people to do stupid things. I guess, but I mean, then this is Pokemon Go's incentive to get a credit card. That's true. Rack up that debt, boy. Yeah. It's a high score meter, right? Jeez. The more debt you have, the better you are, right? Yes. Right? Featured Pokemon in raids. The following Pokemon will be appearing in five-star raids throughout August. <gasps> Dialga will continue to appear in five stars until August 6th. Palkia will begin appearing in raids August 6th at 10 a.m. Until Friday, 20th of August, 10 a.m. Uh, if you're lucky for either of those, you'll find a shiny. If you do a bunch of raids, you're not guaranteed, so keep spinning that wheel. Yay. That's not part of the article. I'm just adding that. Sorry. Mm. Stay tuned for more updates on which Pokemon will be appearing in five-star raids after August 20th. It's going to be Arceus, and Steven's going to owe me a cheeseburger. It's going to be Giratina. In addition to the following Mega Evolved Pokemon, in addition, the following Mega Evolved Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids. Mega Charizard X will be continuing until August 6th. Mega Ampharos will be coming in on the 6th after Charizard and sticking around until the 20th. Beedrill will be appearing once Ampharos is done on August 20th and sticking around until the 26th. And then Mega Pidgeot will be replacing Beedrill from the 26th to September 1st, which will round out the whole event. You're pointing your finger at the screen. What's up? So, Mega Charizard X is what? Dragonfire? Yes. That counters Dialga. And somewhat. Y- yes. Amphros is electric, which counters the water of Palkia. Not necessarily, because Dragon neutralizes that weakness. Okay. But Mega Beedrill is a flying poison. Or a bug, bug, bug poison. poison. Bug poison. So then. What's weak to bug and poison? Psychic? No. Certainly not normal. Grass. Do we get, like, egg on our face and it's shaman? I was going to joke of, like, huh, Ultra Unlock Part 3 is Rayquaza. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... I mean, could... if Mega Pidgeot's the, lo- the one after that, that's still something else that beats grass as well. Well, the... After Palkia, Palkia ends on the 20th. So mm-hmm. we'll be curious to see what comes out on the 20th with Ultra Unlock 3. Which is but, Mega Beedrill on August yeah. 20th. So if Mega Beedrill is something that, say, counters what that Pokemon is. Okay, well, it doesn't and actually, counter- Mega, Mega Amphros is Dragon Electric, yes. which means that it does help counter Palkia. Palkia. But you still take neutral, you take super effective from Dragon as well. Right, but it follows the somewhat. It follow, yeah, thing. it does. It boosts the damage in, the, in that particular Co- Correct, instance. yeah. So then. Think about what legendaries are weak to Beedrill. <laughs> Three swords. <laughs> Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
All right. Every uh, Wednesday in August, a raid hour will event will occur from six to seven, much like tonight. What? The three swords. Jeez. <laughs> Wednesday, August fourth. Wait, what is this? Oh, these are the raid hours. Uh, Diago Palkia. Palkia. Palkia, and then question something marks. question marks for August twenty fifth. So that makes sense because we had we've had Dialga for a week now. It'll finish out this next week. After that, on August 11th through the 18th, for raid hour will be Palkia, and then the 25th is the one we aren't sure on. In addition, a bonus raid hour event will take place on Monday, August 30th, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time. Okay, I'm assuming it's going to be whatever we're having featured for the Ultra Unlock Three. Or it could be something else. Maybe. If it's it's a potential so that it's whatever Ultra Unlock 3 is still has two raid hours because it might be ending. Oh, uh, I hate thinking that you might be right. Uh, if it's Giratina and they put out both forms, but that doesn't make sense. Um, Let's see. Till Tuesday, August 31st, which might mean that... <laughs> HR snoring. HR snoring. How's it going, Joey? Uh, All right. So here's the exciting part. Are you ready? No, I'm. Hold on. Sorry, my gears are still spinning. Yeah, I imagine because um, the Ultra Unlock Part Three ends on Tuesday, August thirty first, which means whatever is in their raids might last only for that week. Whereas Dialga and Palkia have been lasting for the week and a half of the Ultra Unlock Part One and Two, mm-hmm. and then the couple of days that are carry over in between the end of ultra the it's ultra unlock and the beginning of the next one so if that makes sense yeah so spotlight hours for the month of august oh my god i can't wait tuesday august 3rd will be magnemite i can certainly wait <laughs> you're twice as many stardust okay now i'm for catching pokemon mm. tuesday august 10th will be East C Shellos. Say that five times fast. East C Shellos. East C Shellos. East C Shellos. It'll be in the spotlight. Crap, I got it to four. Twice the amount of XP for catching Pokemon. I'm not. East C Shellos is the blue one. Yes. Tuesday, August 17th, West C Shellos, which will be the pink one. And you'll earn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. Melted. Tuesday, August 24th, a certain Pokemon will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the candy for transferring. It's Pikachu! Stop. It could be. Watch them release all of the hats. Yeah, in which case you have to transfer them individually. Gross. <laughs> and then Tuesday, August 31st, a certain Pokemon will be in the spotlight hour, and you'll entrust the XP for evolving Pokemon, much like tonight with Natu. It's Pikachu! August Community Day. Join us on Saturday, August 14th, 2021, and Sunday, August 15th, 2021, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time for a Community Day event featuring Eevee, the Evolution Pokemon. In celebration of the Eevee Community Day, stickers inspired by Eevee and its evolutions, hopefully not the rehashed ones, will be available throughout August. You can get stickers inspired by Eevee by spinning Pokestops, opening gifts, purchasing items from the in-game shop. While stickers inspired by Eevee's evolutions will be available will be ex- available exclusively from the shop. 
stay upcoming events stay tuned for details about these upcoming events ultra unlock part one time ultra unlock part two space which you've kind of covered go battle night on thursday august 26th from 2021 i am going to be trying to stream this from 6 p.m to 11 59 p.m local time the third go battle night of the season will be happening do you remember which meta we're going to be on during that you want to check that out while I'm reading the rest uh, of this? Let's see. So we switched over to Ultra what? Yesterday? Yes. Go ahead and continue. Complete up to 100 battles and receive three times the Stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in the Go Battle League. Uh, depending on what the meta is. All metas. What's that? All metas. It's all? Yeah. Okay, so that'll yeah. be a fun night to do whatever you want. It'll be after the four weeks of... Two weeks of Ultra and two weeks of Master. Okay. Uh, again, the boilerplate here at the end. Just be aware of your surroundings. Be respectful. That's it. Please be aware of your surroundings and follow guidelines of local health authorities when playing Pokemon Go. Upcoming events are subject to change. Be sure to follow us on social media. Often to receive push notifications and subscribe to our emails to stay updated. For the latest on game events and future updates, please be sure to check out the Help Center article. <laughs> Proto Man comes in with Eggets. Nice. Oh, yeah. For the Spotlight Hour. Spotlight Hour. hour. And we got another hydrate. I already did it. Okay. Yeah, I did mine. I'll go ahead Catch and up. mine. <laughs> you better start catching up, boy. All right. You can't beat me. That Next article. Water. <laughs> I'm excited. Give me that salt shaker. Uh, you Bathe wonder. me in that salty tears. You thought it was coming back. We all thought it was coming back. EV Community Day is back with different moves. So if you don't have last resort... It hasn't come back in a while, and it won't be back here. Uh, that's not true. Eevee will get it. Eevee will get last resorts, but the evolutions will get different moves. Correct. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Why? Why? <laughs> You're scaring HR. HR is concerned. No, HR is fine. <laughs> I sometimes <laughs> scream in his face. Hi, boy. Yes, I hear it. I was trying to find the one that goes E boy, because mm. that's my favorite. Ooh, HR is getting butt scratches. Butt scratches. Um Eevee Community Day is back with special text for each Eevee's Lucians. Each Eevee Evolutions. Trainers were excited to announce that Eevee the Evolution Pokemon will be featured during August Community Day's event, which will span two days instead of just one. That's not all. When you evolve Eevee into its Eevee Evolutions on Friday, August thirteenth. From Friday, August 13th to Monday, August 16th. Holy cow, dude. The evolutions will last four days. Yep. Or three. Let's see. What's the uh, time? Start times 10 to Monday 10. Carry the one. Three days. Three days total. It would have been four if it was 10 p.m. Wild. Uh, during this time, evolving Eevee into Sylveon will also require fewer hearts than usual. In celebration of Eevee Community Day, stickers inspired by Eevee and its evolutions will be available throughout the blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Stickers. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if you could hook up your phone to like a computer, like a printer, and then uh, print those stickers out? Or you could buy sticker sets from PokemonCenter.com. That's true. That'd be cool. 
Features and bonuses available throughout the weekend. Following bonuses will be active from Friday, August 13th at 10 a.m. to Monday, August 16th at 10 a.m. When you evolve Eevee into any of its evolutions, that Pokemon will know a special attack. Vaporeon will learn Scald. Jolteon will learn Zap Cannon. Flareon will learn Superpower. Espeon will learn Shadow Ball. Umbreon will learn Psychic. Leafeon will learn Bullet Seed. Glaceon will learn Water Pulse. And Sylveon will learn Psyshock. Eevee caught or hatched during this time will know Last Resort but won't know it when it evolves. Evolving Eevee into Sylveon will only require seven hearts instead of the usual 70. Whew. Excuse me. Um, evolving Eevee into Sylveon will only require seven hearts. Or no, I just read that. Why am I rereading that? There will be special timed research available that rewards a Mossy Lure module and a Glacial Lure module. There will be special one-time purchase community box available for 1280 Pokecoins featuring 50 Ultra Balls, five incense, an elite fast TM, and an elite charge TM. So you're getting double. This one might actually be worth purchasing. Save up them, those coins. Start throwing things in gyms. Features and bonuses available during community hours only. Eevee will be appearing more frequently in the wild if you're lucky you might encounter a shiny one. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. Surprise, it's Eevee. I ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> for one US dollar, the equivalent pricing here in your local currency you'll be able to access the Eevee community a exclusive special research story what you choose to be stay tuned when tickets uh for what you choose to be special research story go live tickets are non-refundable subject to applicable law and exceptions set forth in the terms of service please note that this special research will not include an in-game medal they're very very specific that these special researchers for community day will not include an in-game medal Eggs will require one quarter their usual hatch distance. Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. It's going to be an exciting weekend for EV fans worldwide, so you definitely won't want to miss out on the special community event. Which of EV's evolutions are you most excited to add to your collection? Let us know with Pokemon hashtag Pokemon Go Community Day. Wow, that's a long hashtag, guys. Maybe uh, maybe shorten that to C Day or something. I don't know. Let's go. So, the long and short, Jolteon falls down a well. I mean, Jolteon wasn't that great anyway, so Zapcan sucks. This just sucks. <laughs> it's like Wild Charge on Magnezone. Flareon, I heard you like being effective to all of the same types that it was before without <laughs> stab. <laughs> Basically. And a debuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jolteon and Flareon. Kind of fell down the well on this one. Yeet. Um, Yeet those. Umbreon is going to be something that people are going to want for Ultra. <laughs> so this is a great chance to stock up on XL candy for Eevee because Umbreon in Ultra League is a thing. It's also great for uh, Great League if you don't have a good one. Uh, Psychic doesn't really... Psychic makes an interesting counterpoint, and JMR in our Discord also kind of commented on it. When you run Umbreon, you mostly want to use Last Resort, and f I think it's Dark Pulse. Yes. Because uh, yes. I think Foul Play is the, the physical move, and I don't think it has it. Mm, no, no, I maybe it is, foul, it is foul Play. Okay. Um, most of the time, you want to have Last Resort as the second move. Having Psychic does offer the option to beat the fighting that it is weak against, but Last Resort does enough already. There is the debuff that does come with the off chance that you get it on Psychic. But overall, the 
the move set for Umbreon is already solid as it is. This just adds coverage in one type matchup. But the unfortunate thing is if you get caught in the Umbreon mirror type matchup and you don't have last resort, you're not going to win that matchup in any scenario. Even if they have the worst IVs possible and you have the best, you're still going to lose. So Umbreon is a case-by-case -case for this community move, in my opinion. Uh, what was the funny picture I've been seeing going around? Uh, Glaceon is now the new double legacy budget pick for uh, Dugong mm -hmm. because it'll get Water Pulse and Icy Wind. So it's the, it's the cheap. Powdered, powdered Snow into... Is it Powdered Snow? I think it's Ice Shard. Ew. So it's still the budget Dugong. Ew. But everybody that does joke on the fact that it's budget Dugong, you also forget Dugong is also a water type where Glaceon is not. Yes, but Glaceon is also fragile. Yeah, and that's kind of the the joke there. Um, Espeon getting Shadow Ball definitely makes it more interesting because we all know how much Shadow Ball is just cheese straight up. I think it makes more of a splash with Shadow Ball in Ultra League than it does in Great mm. because it kind of plays the similar, similar role to Hypno but it doesn't have the elemental punches that Hypno does. It also has considerably less bulk. Yeah. Considerably less bulk. But it is an interesting psychic type. Yes. Um, what is it? Sylveon getting Psyshock adds an interesting uh, dynamic to it, and it can now beat some of the poisons that threaten it. Uh, it's kind of like Umbreon in the same case, where Psyshock is nice because it is a low-budget charge move low-cost charge move for a good amount of damage. Um, you can't really bait with it. It's just it's just Psy Shock. It's just damage. Um, Vaporeon's kind of interesting because it now gets a mid-range water attack between Aqua Tail and Hydro Pump. So, and there was mention that Scald might get a rework. Because in the main series games, it applies burn. Yeah. Which we could see it turn into an attack debuff on a percent. I hope it's not a guaranteed debuff. Who knows? Because that would be pretty gross. I mean, what's the one? Flame charge? Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? Potentially. But competitively, I'm going to say the same thing I said in the Facebook group and the same thing I said in my little group. I'm excited for EV Community Day. Don't like it? Pass it. Period. Jesse's mic drop micing. Low altitude. Um, leave you on with bullet seed. I don't. Did you mention mention? I did not. I forgot about that one. Leave you on with bullet seed is nice. It gets a better fast attack. Yeah, it's not quick attack, yeah. and it's not razor weave. Yay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really disappointed that last resort doesn't you don't evolve it with last resort which then makes some of these double legacy yeah that's that's another thing that got pointed out by some people is this means all the evolutions will now have a double legacy if you want to if you want to do the double legacy yeah correct especially with like umbreon being one of the only incredibly useful evolution um 
double legacy psychic and last resort is a really not great move combo. No, that some people are like, I'm gonna run it for cheese, and a lot of the like top stat people, I think. I know PV Poke mentioned I, I either PV Poke or JREC Wolf mentioned it. And we're like, if you want to, I guess. Yeah, we're not gonna tell you not to. But it's real cheesy. Like it's real not great. It's Gouda. <laughs> no, it's not Gouda. It's the opposite of Gouda. <laughs> it's uh, blue cheese. No, I don't know. I'll have to do some cheese research. Figure out which cheese it is. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a weekend. So, uh, quick little bullet point before we transition out of that. Mm-hmm. If you plan on getting an Umbreon or an Espeon, start walking EVs. Yes. The benefit is you do have the four days with the, uh, evolution, the evolution new move. Right. So, or three, but three days, technically. You do have to remember... Hours. Espeon is only during the day. Umbreon is only during the night. So remember to take that into accord. Yep. Or the name trick. If you haven't you done still it, have correct. It available. Yep. Which they might bring back here, maybe. I don't know. Probably. They not. haven't mentioned it. I doubt they will. I hope so. Everybody on Twitter is hoping they do, too. Because that would be dumb. At that I, point, I won't hold my breath. At that point, you might as well evolve just low-level EVs and have them evolve in a different and then just trade to reroll stats. Yeah. Rather than having a good stat distribution for a particular one. But even the ones that you're evolving are just Kanto. Because everything else is a conditional evolve. That's true. As long as you're not accidentally standing in a (laughs) a lure. lure. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, make sure you check before you hit that evolution. I'm going to get my Umbreon now. It's nighttime. Oh, wait, these lures that are still going, no. Yep. Oops. Excuse me. Just make sure you record it and then complain to Iantic and have them fix it. They probably won't fix it. <laughs> they won't. That is the end of our meta analysis. Do we have? Do we have a or the end of the news roundup? News roundup. Do we have a meta to an- analyze? I don't think so. We talked about Continental's last episode. Your half of Continental's is complete. Yep. Or I'm prelim- done. prelims are complete. Well, we I we I was in the wild card and we talked about that. I. uh do you want to transition or no? Yeah. Now let's click it over into the meta analysis. We'll talk about your experience in the Continentals, and then we might wrap up in a faster episode. Welcome to the meta analysis. <laughs> okay. Greetings. Welcome to the meta analysis. The meta analysis. So. Do you want to kick open the image for Continentals? No, but I'll do it anyway. Thank you. I'm going to pull up my tournament. I Where did I post the tournament? JMR posted it in general, I think. Yes. I'll pull that up while you're grabbing. <laughs> Stupid dog. The image I posted. <laughs> oh. All right, here it is, the link. Yeah, that dog, Steven's grooving. Wait, did I pass it? I passed it. What? I also sent it in the our personal chat. So for those who are unfamiliar with the format, it was a mashup between Cliffhanger and uh, Voyager, where it was a point system. You're way past it. 
It's not check, here. Check PvP. Yeah. I'll find it. You keep doing All your right. thing. So it was a, the point system, even on the website, has it. Self Arena. Dude, go. Okay. I, I, I need it for a reference point to talk. You Have you not pulled it up on your end? I have the tournament on my end. Okay, that should have the rules. Oh, good point. <sighs> <laughs> I'm a smart rely boy. On, rely on me. So, again, sorry. Voyager and Cliffhanger crossover. You had to choose one Pokemon from each region. Uh, I believe it was Alola, Unova, or not Unova, Alola, Galar, and what was the other one? We're clumped in Gen 6. Uh, Galar, Kalos, Galar. Kalos. Can you, can you read that? You could? Yeah. Sorry. I'm just... Okay. So this was probably one of the most interesting metas that I've had to ever build a team for. I second-guessed myself for three days straight. Like, I was not sure what I was going to do. There were many different types of formats you could run in this. So to quickly break it down, 10 pointers were worth half of your team because you had a total of 20 points. And in the end, I'd have to say that that was the smart play was running the 10-pointer because certain instances, things like Azumarill XL with two shields was like having a fourth Pokemon on the team because I was running Galvantula and Ivysaur and I could not kill Azu. I just could not do anything to it. So in Gen 1, your 10-pointers were Mew, Lickitung, XL, and Hypno. Gen 2, you had Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, uh, Gen 3, oh, you zoomed in super far there. Uh, Defense Deoxys, Altaria, Registeel. Yeah, we went over the full lists. That's right, we did. Okay. Yeah. So quickly cutting through that, I ended up going with the kind of middle road, if you will, team. Let me pull it up here real quick. Should be able to find it. It was a big tournament, and it was really crazy. I think it was by the fifth or sixth round we lost service with Sylph. So uh, Mel and the other representatives from Sylph were doing their best to uh, help us rectify that problem. What we ended up doing is we took screenshots of our teams and then sent our friend code to our opponent via DM. And then we just reported the results to the Sylph staff. That way they could just manually put it in. Good times had by all, but I ended up going with one point for Ivysaur. I originally was going to go with Venusaur because it was a comfort pick for me. But looking at the meta and what was available, Venusaur does beat things like Sableye and Scrafty, which were very popular picks in this cup. But the problem was, other than that, it was just bench pressure. And for a six-point bench pressure for me, that felt like a waste of a resource. There was only one instance where it hurt me, where it came down to a mirror match with Frostlass with Ivysaur. And because Power Whip just takes a little bit longer to get to, I ended up losing because of it. If it had been Frenzy Plant, could I have won? Possibly. But again, it's Frostlass. It's really good at spam. It's really good about... Yeah, I already checked it. Uh, my second slot was Noctowl. Noctowl is definitely a comfort pick for me. It was a four-pointer. Um, I'll get to it here in a second why I picked Noctowl. Uh, well, actually, I can just do it right now. 
My third slot was Wizcash. Wizcash has always been a very fun comfort pick for me. It's a good safe swap. It's good at pressure with Mud Bomb, Mud Shot Mud Bomb. Uh, it takes out a good number of things with Blizzard alone. Why are you shaking your head at me? I'm shaking my head at HR. Okay. Uh, the reason I went with Noctowl with Wizcash is they both cover each other's weaknesses outside of Noctowl and Wizcash both having a vulnerability to ice. Um, Noctowl beats the grass that would threaten Wizcash. Wizcash beats the electric that would threaten Noctowl along with the rock. But originally I was going to go with Mantine, and I kind of regret not going with Mantine this time because there were a couple instances where Mantine would have been a lot more uh, better equipped to support Wizcash. But I went with Noctowl because it was a comfort pick. Plus, without Venusaur, I didn't want to rely on Ivysaur solely to beat out Scrafty or any other dark types. So Noctowl was good at preventing Ghost and Dark, or the, the fighting, I should say. I really wanted to try to make Wigglytuff work on my rank, my slot one for uh, the tournament, but Wigglytuff, any of the main charmers, any of the fairy charmers, were worth six points, except for Alolan Ninetales, which was worth ten. And Wigglytuff was a solid pick to counter the Ghosts and the Darks and the Dragons, which were pretty abundant. But I couldn't make it work, so I went with Ivysaur Knocked Owl to kind of mix up that that split pick. Um, my Gen 4 pick was Brazong. Brazong had great neutral coverage in this cup. It was a good wall against Psychics, Dragons, and uh, Fairy. I never used it. <laughs> I was so frustrated because there was like, oh, this would be a great pick. And then everybody ran Kanto Ninetales or another fire, something with fire. And I was like, okay, well, you're just a bench pressure now. Bronzong was a one-pointer that had the highest usage rate in APAC yeah. out of any Pokemon. So it was a, it was a filler for sure. Yeah. Uh, Galvantula was my Gen 5 pick. Uh, Galvantula has been stupid crazy this season with Lunge alone. Even if something like Swampert resists Lunge, it still halves its HP, plus getting the debuff on top. It, it, it was... I went with Galvantula just because I knew Azumarill and things like Ozu were going to be around. And it creates such good pressure as a lead to make them either burn shields or to just straight up take damage and have the repercussions from it or to force a swap because of the debuff difference. And that's kind of why I was disappointed I didn't go Mantine because then I would have had a double debuff team with Bubble Beam and Lunge. Um, Galvantula... Came in pretty clutch for me with those Azu matchups, but again, Electric doesn't resist water, so it's still just one Hydro Pump. <laughs> squash the spider. Mm -hmm. um, and then my counter pick, my sixth slot, was Obstagoon. I originally wanted to run S Cavalier as my counter user, but that would have been the the slot five pick. Uh, I wanted to go S Cav because its only true weakness was Fire and has counter drill run and Mega Horn were the optimal picks for moves. It beats the fairies, it beats the psychics, and it helps beat other things that counter beat as well. Obstagoon ended up being a good, either a lead or a shield pressure. There was one match I led Obstagoon and they led Azu, and they did not shield a gunk shot. And, uh, chef's kiss. Azu died. 
It was a beautiful thing. But that was only one match, and I ended up losing it still. The game. Uh, there were some definitely big flaws in my team, things I would have rather had. Uh, Shadow Nidoqueen was one of the best picks to beat Azu straight out. Don't have one. Regular Nidoqueen does not. Uh, I would have loved to have an XL Volibi. Volibi would have been another really good, solid flying tank pick. I would have loved to have... Uh, I sat down and talked with some friends about it. I'm trying to remember everything that I was like, oh, this would be... You have one of these? No. Do you have one of these? No. Because Grimer? Tropius. Tropius was the other one oh, that okay. I would have loved to have. Alolan Grimer? I could have made it. You could have? I, I looked it up. I could have. Okay. The the level 50 Alolan Grimer. Alolan Grimer, yeah. Shout out to Jmar for running that. That's nuts. Great. Um, Tropius being a regional. Didn't really have the candy or resources for that. Uh, one of our friends did mention, no, you could use Jump Pluff, and I was like, that's that's not what I need it for. It's for the fast attack damage from Tropius with the flying, where Jump Pluff has to rely on Bullet Seed. So, overall, my performance, I went 2-7. Two wins out of seven games. Uh, I really enjoyed the meta. I did feel like, and this is something my roommate kind of pointed out, was... All these people that were running things like Tropius or XL uh, Ligatung or Azu, I'm not one to throw the cheat card, but this phone swing stuff and deficit is, if that's the case, that sucks. Like, I could try the best I wanted, but because I didn't illegitimately build things, I'm not trying to blame the loss that I have on not having certain things. But if you're someone that came to Continentals and you're someone that does that kind of stuff, you should remove yourself. It's such a weird... It's such a gray area. The, like, phone swing, like, XL, like, grind. XL grinding with your buddy is, with, like, phone swings is such a weird gray area because you're not installing another app you're not spoofing i mean some people might be that you just wouldn't know yeah i mean but like it's just it's not a traceable way to see if people are spoofing because it's just candy yeah it's just candy and it's just the gps is just adjusting ever so slightly and then after a couple of hours of that that's all you need yeah so um i'm not saying certain people did or not and there's no way to prove it and that's kind of the thing with self is if they did, how would you prove it? Because it's unreasonable for someone in Master League to have a level 51 Dialga when it hasn't been out long enough. Oh, no, it's been out for long enough. To be able to get that much candy, though? I mean, how much money are you willing to spend? But if you don't have to, and you can do that kind of stuff and just get it through that method. I mean, Dialga's been out for long enough. Like, if you're saying, like, Meloetta... Like, then it's like, uh, but you can, you know, right, but buddy there's no level punishable 40. actions in yeah. any sense right now. There's nothing they can do. There's just, there's unfortunately just nothing that that, but that that's what done. I'm kind of getting at is I can try my best and I did, mm -hmm. but if those kind of people exist, it just kind of feels wrong that people are just running, you know, a six squad of XL. things they couldn't physically have. I mean, but they do. They do physically have it. Right. 
Like it's it's I it's say not legitimately. I, uh, but I think that's the gray area. Of there's like I'm not I don't not trying to defend people. Like personally, I don't. What is it? Defit. I don't put my phone in a sock and swing it around. To <laughs> you to, don't tie it to HR and then tell them to go chase footballs. N- no. No, I have my phone in my pocket when I go for walks. Right. I have my phone in my pocket when I'm pacing up and down the store getting my steps in. So I right. get distance, but I'm not getting an unreasonable distance where my buddy is finding more XL ca- XLs in a day. More XL candies than I'm legitimately walking. Yeah. But it's and in such are... a gray area of that that GPS. It's cuz it's not spoofing. It's just the GPS triggering that it's moved from one slight location to another to the point where it the slight movement adds up to even more. I mean, it's equivalent to the old, uh, I think it was Pokemon Yellows when they first introduced it, the little Pikachu walker thing, mm. the Pikachu pedometer. Uh-huh. You could sit there and shake it, and yeah. it would count towards Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, that was like, and I think my watch actually will still, my current smartwatch will do the same thing versus um, the Fitbit that I wore back in the day where I would reach my step counter when I'm washing my hands because my hands are moving <laughs> around. It counts it as, it, it counts that movement as a step. Maybe I need to get an Apple Watch. But it won't count. I mean, you have to make sure that your motion tracking, your, your tracking is stacked or whatever. But yeah, it's it's a really weird gray area where like there is no malicious, nothing malicious is happening to the game. It's the act in which you're doing it that is not exemplary. I, I mean, guess. there are people that we know that do grind that hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There and there are. are there's people that we don't know that grind that hard. Yes. Um. I don't remember what the tweet was, but somebody, I saw it and I was like, Jesus. And the person who I was with that doesn't play Pokemon was like, what? And I was like, somebody spent, it was uh, some new... Some legendary or something came out in raids, and was it trainer tips with Rayquaza? No, some legendary came out within like a week and a half. Someone had this was before the guaranteed XL candies. Mm-hmm. Someone had like two hundred and something XL candies for a, a Pokemon, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Oh, is that King with Registeel? I don't believe so. Okay. It was something else. It, I mean, it, nah, it might have been, but it's one of those things of like it's not guaranteed. Plus the fact that the XL candy you need and, and each remote raid passes a dollar. Yep. And it's like crap. Yeah. The sheer amount of dollars you're putting in, dollars and time you're putting in, is insane. The TLDR of my Continental's experience is it was fun. It was a learning experience. I learned a lot of stuff. Um, I need to be better about team composition. The six point, I think it was six, six, four, four, one, one was my team spread. Didn't do enough. You I don't felt know if like, it was my options or you if felt like I was, you needed a 10. I feel like the 10 and then double supporting the 10 was the play. Mm. I saw a lot of Azumarill and Ninetales against my team, Kanto Ninetales, because Kanto Ninetales Shadow specifically was the one I saw the most. Yeats, Ivysaur, and Galvantula. And if I didn't catch out the Azu on either of those, it was just GG. So there were a few 10-point team combos. There was a few six and then a bunch of other point combos. But the most prevalent ones that I saw were the 10-pointers. 
at least in my matchups. But there's a reason why they're 10 points, right? They're expansive, both building and team building. Yep. I think it'd be a fun format to run on the server at some point. I think everyone's just kind of burnt out on PvP currently. There's we're been in a lot the of off PV- season now. A lot of PvP going on. Not yeah, we're just about all regular players. Anyone that didn't make the playoffs is in the off season right now. Yeah. Um I'm gonna start building resources for our GBL or not GBL, our Sylph Arena season four. Yep. Season four. Oh my god, it's been almost four years. Um <laughs> our season four um preseason primer. So that we'll have an episode dedicated potentially to we'll see how many how much information we can pack into one episode um, for new players or novices to get as much information as possible so that new players have a resource to to fall back on. Yep. Of course, there's plenty of other resources out there, but I want to try and distill it all into audio format. Um, it's going to be a lot of note taking. Uh, you ready for the community question? Yes. Okay. Oh, split. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could talk about Ultra League, but you know. I mean, what is there to talk about? <laughs> it's greatly, it's Great League XL. <laughs> yeah, I love the picture where it's from. I think it's from the office, and it shows the Great League logo. Uh-huh. And the Ultra League logo, and it's like, what's the difference? HR wants to know the difference between these two pictures. They're the same picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> mm. uh, righty. Community question for last episode. What is your GoFest goals? Share us with your hopes, your achievements, your experiences, and any other reasons you're looking forward to the event, be it in-game or for personal reasons. The only tweet response we got was... ISO33 at Aaron GA, and I imagine that's part of a friend code. 53467298. My goals are just an absurd amount of shinies. I hope you I hope you got that goal. We should tweet back at them and ask how they did. I'm gonna do that right now. Why would you do that? What was my goals during GoFest? Oh, yeah, just have a good time, and I did. <laughs> it was, uh, we met a lot of fun people. We met Chris the Dude there. We saw uh, Alphandal mm-hmm. and Squad, and of course, Alphandal's first shiny was Shiny Wismer. That, because that hashtag sponsored. <laughs> beautiful purple butthole. <laughs> oh. Beautiful purple. Saw a couple other people. Uh, Sunday was just kind of a chill day. Did raids. I think we... What did we end up doing? For Windy Hour, we did... I want to say it was Cresselia was the one we focused on first. And then... Dragons. (laughs) Just dragons. (laughs) Basically. Let's see. On the Discord, which is available to everybody, go join the Discord. Let me get the link is somewhere. 
Uh, check out the description. Have a look. Uh, bowling bacon, 300. My good friend from high school is coming out to my college campus so we can play GoFest together. And someone from Western Washington, Western Washington University is also joining us. I'm excited for that. Uh, doesn't want to have a shiny goal because then I might be disappointed if I don't hit it. Spolic. My goal is to get level 48 and have as much fun hanging out with my pogo friends and family, something we haven't done in a long time. Uh, Spolic did hit 48. Nice. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Spolic. I'm not sure if... I know someone leveled up in the Discord. Spolic. Not listening live. At least not showing up in the users. Uh, let us know. Winston the Champ. Goals for GoFest. Catch Shiny Dino. Catch Shiny Dino. Catch Shiny Dino. Catch Shiny Dino. Did I miss anything? I think Winston the Champ had uh, some pretty solid... Some pretty solid goals? Pretty, 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 pretty on point. Um... Uh, we'll have an update on that uh, here in a moment. We'll get a couple of uh, messages first. Uh, JMR says, I don't think I'm prepared, but catch everything. I'm on that level 50 challenge that requires 5K ha catches. So if it spawns, I got to catch it. That's my goal. He posts a picture of 816 Pokeballs, 535 Great Balls, and 299 Ultra Balls. Winston the Champ posts his Pokeball count of 692 Pokeballs, 200 Great Balls, and 416 Ultra Balls. Uh, Rocket Admin J also shares his ball count, uh, 631 Pokeballs, 310 Great Balls, and 249 Ultra Balls. You'd think elementary school PE was prepping for dodgeball with the amount of balls that are going <laughs> on. Um, <coughs> Pokemon out there, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> dodge! Uh, Spolic Lol, you had to go and remind me about Shiny Dino. That is also a goal as well. Uh, Winston the Champ, it is the primary. Also a PvP IV spread for Shield on with XL Candy, hopefully. Uh, Winston the Champ, after Community Day. Shiny Dino is still a myth. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. Eric BN, after the fact. Going into GoFest, I wanted to do the following. One, have a fun day or two with my friends. Two, finish the Meloetta research. And three, catch as many Dialga and Palkia as possible on day two. All three of those were completed. I got a bunch of unexpected shinies, got some useless PvP mons, and did a f did some fun raids, caught some hundos, ate some amazing food, and all in all, had a fun time. I think that was the primary goal of just about everybody. Except for those crazy people that just catch everything and like turn into a robot. Yeah, there were some people that they played in the different time zones. <laughs> so they had hundreds of shinies. What, the people that just caught everything? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be wild. I can't imagine. I mean, you can, what, like, uh, you have to find the right speed where a Pokeball Plus Go Plus or a gotcha will catch everything around you, but also not going too fast where you'll miss stuff. Right, and it'll just not spawn. Yeah, because I'm imagining like roller skates is a little bit too fast. You're gonna, it's not gonna be able to pick up everything. 
bicycles so are walking. too fast. Yeah, bicycles are probably a little too fast. Um, scooter might be just fast enough. Yeah. Because it's still primarily man-powered. Or a bike at a really low gear. Um, but yeah, like, oof. Maybe skateboard. Yeah, you might be able to skateboard at the right right speed for it to catch just about everything. Um, I will say Seattle Center was a really nice spot. I'm curious. I would be curious. We've only ever gone for events. I'd be curious to see what its day to day spawns are like. It's a for what we saw at GoFest. Mm-hmm. Turn it down about forty percent. So solid. Yeah. Is it a nest? Yeah. Oh, interesting. It was a snowver nest two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, okay, as we've said before, this week's community question is... What kind of burger is Steven getting Jesse? What kind of burger is Jesse getting Steven? A.K.A., do you think it's going to be... Do you think Ultra Unlock Part 3 is going to be... Giratina, Arceus, or something entirely different? If it's something else, let us know what you think. Yes. Yeah, um... This is going to be such weird tweets. Of people are going <laughs> to be like, "If someone gets it right, Giratina. do we have to give them a burger?" No, because it's a lot of people that might be guessing one thing. <laughs> How no. about the first person to guess it right? Maybe if we can timestamp it. Okay. As as we mentioned before, it's a Red Robin burger. We can order it to your local Red Robin in your name and have it be available for pickup. So I'd be willing to do that to the first person that says, because that'll give us responses for the community question as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Maximus going to be doof. It's, um, oh God, what's his name? It's not Bubbles. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> I made Steven watch Pokemon Rusty. Uh, Battle Ram says it's Hoopa. Put that in a tweet or in the Discord. Yeah. Put it in the Discord. Actually, is the community question up on the Discord yet? No. Okay. Um, community question goes here. <laughs> we'll edit it in later. That way you it's can there. post your stuff there. Uh, Battle Realm, we'll figure it out. If you don't have a Red Robin near near you, we'll we'll figure it out. That's a problem for later, Stephen. <laughs> or um, later, Jesse, depending on who's right. Yeah. Um. Well, no. If we're both, it's if someone, right. if both of us are wrong, and someone else, who, whoever the first person is, because both Twitter, oh, well, well, Twitter, you can't edit. Discord, you can, but both of them have timestamps. True. So whichever way you want to, or you can send us an email. Battlescience.com or battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Um, subject. Uh, subject. Ultra Unlock 3. Uh, or subject line burger. Um, is this our safe word? Is burger our safe <laughs> <laughs> um, I like burgers. Burger, 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 burger. <laughs> We're getting into an area where we really don't feel comfortable. Uh, say burger. Um. <laughs> Uh yes. Um feel free to put your if you're in the Discord in the community question channel, put your answer there um with your timestamp. 
Um, and then, or if you're on Twitter, we'll put the tweet out on. Probably tonight. Yeah, I guess so. It's just awkward when it goes up tonight because anyone that listens, it follows Do we us on wait Twitter. Till Friday then. I think so. Okay. Be the first person actually. To say that, I'm like me. That gives the people that are listening here a leg up, as well as people that are podcast Patreon or supporters. Patreon supporters. A I mean, leg that up only well. makes sense. They're the kind of people. I that guess are that's awesome. true. That is true. You, the people that are listening to this early are awesome. So, um, one suggestion per person. You can't list the entire Pokedex in one in one comment. That will disqualify. I you. mean. Sir Maximus has already gone beat <laughs> Well, they actually haven't said it. Not in the Discord. Hawaiian burger, grilled pineapple. Yeah, dude. Pineapple goes on a burger, too. Oh, you people. Pineapple is a versatile fruit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> Jesse, use uh. vomit. Please don't. <clears throat> yes. Uh, pineapple, yes. Uh, yes, we have done it. Now, the Sir Thirty emotes? Pizza. I can't see. Oh, is it like a pizza cheese stretch? Nice, nice. Mm. I'm turning off Discord Twitch now. <laughs> He's turning too off much Twitch pineapple. Uh, I think that's everything. I think that's it. All right. If you want to follow us on Twitter at battle underscore science, send us an email battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Please send us an email. Uh, follow us on the discords. Join the discord. Um, there's a link in the description with the discord. If the link doesn't work, do feel free to tweet at us or email us and let me know. Um, I think after a certain period of time, it like needs a refresh. So let me know. Uh, when it's in the screen I'm suspecting it's going to be the last unlock huh he's saying that if Hoop is the promotional on the screen when we log in oh I see oh we don't have a snapshot or a tiktok Sir Maximus I'm sorry this is a hobby not a job we don't have all of the (laughs) social medias Um, you can tweet me you can, yeah, you can DM us on Twitter. DMs are open. Just uh, please no um, stick pics, please. Hot Tub Podcast, <laughs> maybe at some point. Hot Tub Podcast, maybe at some point. Um, you have a hot tub, don't you? No. All right, I'm going to go to the Ace Hardware store and grab a kiddie pool. We got this. <laughs> All right. The bubbles are not... <laughs> not are, are not part of the hot tub. That I is... mean, if we ever go on vacation somewhere like Ocean Shores, they have hot tubs and hotels. I did want to talk to you about not August's Community Day, but September's Community Day. Listening. What you, what you want to do. Okay. Um, I have been urged to take time off in September. So, Sir Maximus, I don't disagree. But five feet apart, five feet distance rule. Uh, six feet. Six feet, yes. Yeah. Social distance. Actually, it's technically physical distance, but, you know, uh, they dug their own grave when they referenced it as social distancing. I'll Organic hot tub. <laughs> we do make our own bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're... Oh, jeez. Can we... If it's... Do they distinguish between hot tub and bubble bath? Can we get sponsored? 
I it's we're not sponsored, but I am greatly greatly enjoying the doctor. Thank you all for joining us. The Doctor Squatch products. The Doctor Squatch products are fantastic. So, um, but yes, uh, Twitter email. Join the Discord for all the shenanigans. Join the Discord. Go follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com. Search up Battle Science. Subscribe. You don't have to hit the bell. Please, we're 35 subscribers. Can we please hit 100 so we can get youtube.com slash Battle Science? I don't know. You might like please. reading that URL every time we introduce ourselves to someone. No. <laughs> Sir Maximus, my buddy, actually got me the Yoda and Darth Vader Star Wars line of... Uh, Dr. Squatch, I'm actually in the middle of one of the... It's the blue bar. It's like the Falls one. And I have to say that's probably my favorite scent. That one's... It's a good one. Um, the Star Wars soaps, though. Those are those are on the list. Um, Smoking uh, you. <laughs> Ooh. Aloe vera, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um... um um, 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 YouTube podcast services around the globe, twitch.tv slash battle science. We do stuff here, like record the podcast live and other stuff. Pokemon Unite streams coming soon. Yeah, you're kind of slack- you're kind of slacking not doing it already because literally everyone else is already doing it before you. When would I do it? Um, I haven't had a free day since Sunday. Oh, yeah, whatever. What about a free night? I I was busy last night I doing almost, human stuff. I that was somewhat of, of a joke, and I almost winked at you, but then I, I was like, <laughs> "We're really good friends." But like, <laughs> what will you do? What are you doing tomorrow night? Yeah, you got a free night going on coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also got to teach you how to fast catch still. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Sometime. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Discord. I'll post something, try and get a squad together for Unite. If you'd like to join us, join the Discord, tag at me, say hashtag Unite something, get my attention, say Snorlax is bad, I will come after you. Uh, keep an eye on, join the Discord and keep an eye on the Discord. We could have some merch coming up. Merch. Merch. And we will catch you out there on the battlefield. Snorlax is bad. <laughs>